Hey there, beautiful souls. It's Lisa Nicole, host of Sacred and Rooted Podcast. Welcome, welcome. I'm glad you're here. And I just wanted to thank everyone who's been listening. It's been totally awesome to hear and get feedback from people that have enjoyed the episodes and, you know, are cheering me on. And that's just really nice. And I'm glad you're getting something out of it, that something's resonating and yeah share with your friends and people that you think might like it and it'll help spread the message for sure uh yeah this morning's episode is all about trusting the timing of your life um which is easier said than done especially when (laughs) things might be hitting the fan a bit um you know for sure, it's way easier to, um, you know, trust the timing of your life when your life is going well, when you're on vacation, when, you know, your what's your day going to be about? It's going to be, you know, get to sleep in, get to have some delicious food for lunch, get to go to the beach later, you know, have a nice dinner, leisurely dinner with friends outdoors that's so nice and warm and everything is just like roses and butterflies. And super, and I guess I, I don't want to discredit that. That's super good practice, right? Um, being spontaneous and being in the moment when we're on vacation is, it almost comes naturally to most people. Um, and that's, it is really good practice to know how that feels. And I don't think there's, you know, too many people. There's always like once in a while you have a bad experience on vacation, but For the most part, vacations are lovely, you feel spacious, you feel freedom, you feel expanded in every way, hopefully, except your waistline, Um, and even if it's that, it still was so fun, so what the hell, Um, and so those are all things that you, you know, we'd all like to take into our regular day, and then you get back to work, and it's like, oh, (laughs) hitting the wall of, you know, real, I don't want to say real life, really, but just, like, the day-to-day stuff that, you know, there's, I think it was Liz Gilbert who coined the term, like, shit sandwich, like, there's the parts you love, and then the middle, you, you know, there's some shit that you just have to get done and through and whatever. Um, it all can't be perfect, so when things are going a little rough or rocky or just totally shitty, um, how do you still trust the timing of your life and not feel like, you know, what the hell, why is this happening? What, why me? Why, what, why now? Why everything? Like, why? I just, nope, I don't want this order. (laughs) Take it back, please. And I'll get something else hopefully from the universe later. Um, yeah, how do you do that? And it's it's a super, it's a good question because it's not a simple, you know, do this and you're done and that's it. it like life obviously is a, a process and a continual cycle of, you know, mastery, relearning, mastery, or practice some more, you know, it's learn some more, experience some more, you know, get back on to feeling like you you know, have it on the, you know, that you're 
really grooving with it that you're in the flow and then you know something surprises you something happens and it's like all right here we go here we go here's what i've been actually doing all of these tools and practices for is so that when shit hits the fan it's not so shitty i can kind of rebound a little um easier i can realize that it's not all just my fault or my it's all me it's just you know things happen and and to get through it without really letting it stick to you too long because we don't want to come away from um our bad experiences i don't even want to say bad because you know there's always there's always some gold there um but just to come away think you know you just don't want to let it stick to you too long so that you end up dragging it through you know five ten years later and you're still thinking about that time that that thing happened and you know it's like it was yesterday and it can just be something that kind of wears down your shine and so what I really want to I guess I'll outline in some examples because my life right now seems to be full of them (laughs) and um, somehow it's only been Okay, so I'll, I'll start with the story and I, I can kind of expand as we go. Um, but I, I am definitely someone who resonates deeply with the timing of your life because there's just some magic to it where it's almost like a portal opens and this thing that's supposed to happen or whatever just comes together so quick and so easy and so smooth and then the portal shuts and it's like, all right, now you get to deal with all the details. But it's still magical because it almost like jumps you, uh, jumps time. I don't know. People say that jumps timelines. It it just makes something that seemed like more of a big thing, super easy to get to or to do or to experience. And then after that, it's like, huh, okay. So my life is different now. Um, I definitely found that the, I mean, the last time I can think of it happening in a really big way was when we moved into the house that we're currently living in and we had been talking about moving in together for a while and just you know it just never seemed to be the time because our lives are busy and of course there's just not a big week all of a sudden where nobody's doing anything we might as well go look for houses so we had been looking online just kind of for fun almost like a hobby at that point because we did it so much and talked to the kids about it and they kind of had their eye on things and had little opinions and stuff which was fun and um and then COVID hit which was in March 2020 and everything shut down and the first wave of COVID here I don't know how it was for where you were but the first wave was like a full shutdown and basically like don't go near anyone who's not near family because you might just get like COVID and it would be a disaster and so there was a lot of like you know I don't want to maybe admit this on a podcast but (laughs) there was definitely some gray areas to the rules that were utilized to their fullest and and so so yeah it got to be really annoying that we weren't living together because it was like just even more of an effort to like get together and hang out and then you feel like you're some kind of criminal because you're trying to hang out and anyways 
So, so yeah, so then COVID, the bans lifted coming into the summer of 2020. And so then life seemed like it was maybe going to get back on track and that'd be the end of it. And little did we know, but anyways, at that point, it seemed like, yay, okay, we're done. And so we came across the, we started looking at houses again, because I mean, right at COVID, we kind of were busy with making sure our various businesses and things were capable of handling COVID. But um, once that first bit lifted, we were looking at houses again, and it was different because we were working from home now. And so all of a sudden, rules that we sort of had for like, where, how far would we want to live from work? And you know, how would we do this and how would we do that? Like our lives just got totally flipped upside down as far as where we work, how we work and just the remote, like the fact that we didn't have to be in the office and the fact that we didn't literally need to see people to get things moving. And so then it sort of opened up this, like what I would call, I have no other words for it other than a portal. Cause it's almost like all of a sudden all these little stipulations and things where we were looking, you know, in town, closer to downtown, so we could be closer to um, where a lot of our jobs were, Um, that sort of got blown up, and it was almost like, no, 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 let's, let's, we have no rules now, because we have a new, like, whole world, we didn't even think that that, what just happened with COVID was crazy, so, you know, what, where could we where could we live now like maybe we don't move downtown because we can you know spend the same amount of money and live further out of town and get a house way bigger and we have like five kids and that so that was definitely a good idea um or a very good possibility and so we started looking further away and in different areas than we would have if i was thinking you know, that I was going to go back to the office full time. And at that point, I already kind of knew in my heart that I was never going back to the office again full time. Um, Because working from home was totally awesome as far as flexibility and just putting in other parts of my day into my day and just intermingling them all instead of having this big hunk of the day in the middle where I was at the office. And then I put everything else like off to the sides, you know, the beginning of the day or the end of the day. So I just love that part of it. I mean, obviously I I missed seeing people in real life, um, but I knew that I was never going to go back to the office um, full time, like part time, one, two days a week, no problem, Um, but never again five days a week. So, so what happened was one weekend we were just... You know, we had some houses. We th- we called a real estate agent and we like started to slowly dip our foot in that. And we had literally, I think it was the same day even, we had had a little, you know, Teams meeting or Zoom meeting with the, the realtor. Talked about what we were looking for, what, you know, the fact that I had a house to sell to before I could get another one. Um... And, and just sort of run through the situations with him and, and he was going to get going on his part of it. And in the meantime, he put us on, I don't know, so whatever the realtor list is where they send you house listings based on your criteria. So we got the first one of those and like there was a house that we really were like, oh, that would be cool. Maybe we could live there. Hmm, okay. 
maybe we'll go check it out. And I think it must have been a Saturday because I think it was a weekend for sure. It was a Saturday that we, we were just, we didn't have the kids. They were at their other parents' house. And so we just decided, why not? We'll drive by it and see what it looks like. So we drove to Manatech <laughs> and we uh, looked at this house. We drove by it and it was like in this little cul-de-sac, pretty quiet, right by the river ginormous looking house like I you know for me the first thing I thought of was like well okay we really don't need a house that big <laughs> but we were like you know it looked cute enough that it was still kind of like uh you know a big size maybe like ski chalet looking like thing so I liked the look of it um and so we thought okay we like it why don't we book an appointment to go see it and so we called the realtor and said yep can we look at this? And, you know, he said, sure, yeah, I'll figure it out. The next day, I think, was a Sunday, and we went over to look at it, and it was perfectly awesome. We, like, it just seemed like a great house. It had a, five bedrooms, I think, at the time, but it had space for another bedroom in the basement, and everything was finished. It was, like, move-in ready. You didn't have to do anything, and the yard was awesome. And it was well cared for. Like, everything just seemed great. So then we were like, okay, are we actually going to put in a, a bid for this? Or what are we doing? And that seemed nuts because it was only like another, you know, a day since we really sort of decided we were going to do something about our desire to find a place to live together. And yeah so you're just yeah I, I do remember thinking like mm, maybe this is too fast but then at the same time it's like no this is really a nice place we need to get it and so we're you know we both look at each other and shrug and we're like yep we need to get this so so we did we went we put in a prize with our realtor and he had found out that uh I guess the house had been on the listing for like a while which is unusual around here um, the people that were in here were getting a divorce and so they were moving out. Um, but they also had a person already that had put in some bids for the house, but had always had, I don't know, stuff had fallen through somehow and I'm not sure why or what. Um, but I think it was like a couple of different times he, the person had come to like bid on the house and he'd both times the financing fell through or something whatever happened they weren't getting a deal and so they were tired of dealing with that person and just wanted you know some somebody f fresh just who could just like get the deal done and so they looked at our offer and they were like uh, yeah great perfect let's go <laughs> so it was lower than our realtor would have suggested because he was kind of thinking that you know, just to make it higher, obviously, to be more guaranteed that you'd get in. But because there was all the other stuff in the background going on with the fact that the people just wanted to sell and they just wanted to have a deal that would go through and finish, um, they decided to take a, take a chance on a new buyer. So all of a sudden we had a house <laughs> in like three days or something. It was crazy. And so then, yeah, we turned into, you know, buying a house mode and all the stuff that goes on with that. But I told you that, like, I'm telling you the story basically to just highlight how 
sometimes it's almost like I don't really totally believe in fate, but there's points in time in your life where it feels almost like there's some fate involved where where it just like sinks so perfectly that it's like, wow, what the heck was that? Like that was not just that was like everything that could have gone right just went right. So so there you go. Fast forward to today. Um you know, it's the end of April when I'm recording this and we were away Easter weekend and we came back to a basement that was full of water. The sump pump had, you know, whether it was broken or didn't re-engage properly when the power went back on, but whatever, there was water all over the basement. And I was kind of, you know, the minute I walked in, I was like, what is happening in here? Like the heat was not on. And it just smelled like not like wet <laughs> earth or something. And so, yeah, anyway, I went downstairs and was like, oh, no, 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 no. Anyway, that, so it's been quite a, a busy few weeks, two or three weeks, whatever it's been. Um, but the first week was rough because it was just a ton of like ripping, dr- like taking the water out of the basement then drying the carpet as much as we could so that people could actually take it out without it weighing like 10,000 pounds each square foot and just like it just felt like a lot of loss where we were you know stuff was damaged stuff was wet hopefully some of it's drying in the box we have in our front driveway now but a lot of it ended up in the dump too and so it was it was hard and then dealing with the insurance is not actually very pleasurable and so it was just a lot and it was shocking the things like that where you're you like not even thinking of it um and then all of a sudden it's like whoa what what <laughs> why 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 anyways so Forget the why, you know, like the why, why, why is like an impossible question. So I do the best I can to jump from that to, okay, like obviously things just need to happen. So that's the first thing is just, you got to move with it. So you got to take action. What needs to happen? What needs to get done to fix this problem? And so you know, figure that those steps out and do one, one at a time (laughs) until you are walked out of your problem. Um, and then also to trust the timing of your life, like to put that in there is complicated in a sense that, you know, the timing of it was crazy weird because it was, you know, we were all gone. We had planned these trips forever. We had never had any problem with the sump. There was it hardly ever even ran, and so these things were not even on our radar as far as like possible problems that we could encounter, and so it was so shocking. And but as I say that, it was also one of those things where we probably didn't look at it enough, and we didn't pay attention to it enough, and so then it became kind of one of those like red flag problems instead of just something kind of under the surface that you're not really noticing. Um, and so literally in the course of a week, 
not the first week after it flooded that was just like taking shit out of the basement and like you know getting things organized so that you know like my son he's in his sister's room upstairs now and getting some space for him so that he could have his stuff out and like feel like he's got a spot in the house you know moving stuff like that around so that we still have things we can use and access and the other stuff is outside in the in the can the sea bin I guess um for later whenever we have everything finished um and so that's like whatever that's one part of it but then the second two weeks after that I had planned to have our septic bed or some I don't know what you call it if we have a septic bed but it's like I call it the shit tank because I think it's mostly shit in there. <laughs> the watery, more water stuff flows out through into the septic bag and the or bed in the lawn, and then it kind of percolates and cleans itself out and then goes back to nature. But the tank holds like the solid stuff that won't go through like into the septic uh, bed. I don't know what it's officially called, but but it didn't. It wasn't lost on me that within a couple weeks, we had literally, like, cleaned out the bottom of our house, like, the basement of our house. The whole level was a disaster, you know. And then we also had already planned to get the the shit tank cleaned, and so we had that cleaned. And so the whole underbelly of our house and foundation and, like, home area has been, like, cleaned out, start over you know, um, good as new, hopefully eventually. And so that was really interesting because it was definitely something that we, there was a bunch of different areas in the basement where stuff had just been collecting and, you know, it was like stagnant energy. Like we hadn't really cleaned out stuff where the kids had used things when they were much littler. Um, that stuff was still around all over the place. There was a whole bunch of different clothes and just different things in the unfinished area that were stored, but weren't really like, we didn't really need them anymore. So, so that, you know, even though it got all damaged in some cases, it was like, well, we, maybe we don't need to buy that again anyways, like really. So it was a good spring thorough, thorough (laughs) spring cleaning. And the other thing that happened was it immediately sent me into like feelings of unsafety and like anxiety around like money and like just blowing through tons of cash in like such a quick unexpected way that it's like, oh shit, like (laughs) I got to get a plan here. And so that part of it really bugged me for a bit as far as just like how is this going to work out? How is this going to go? You know, what's the plan? And like, just to get back the feeling of security and safety and like confidence in our ability to, you know, bring in more money and just keep, you know, not letting it bury us or like, you know, have a giant credit line for a while or whatever. Uh, Because the insurance, yeah, it sounds like the insurance is going to cover like probably half of it and the other half they're like, well, that's not that. So, sorry. So, but that's a story for another day. Um, So, interestingly, the last three weeks, I had already enrolled in an online course on um, 
I can't remember what it's even called right now off the top of yeah, manif- it's the Manifestation Babe Academy, and it sounds hilarious. Like, I kind of giggle every time I say that out loud. But the girl, the one who, the, the lady who runs it, she is, she just challenges me. Like, she's somebody that I almost don't like listening to, but I listen to her anyways because I know that what she's saying is is right. It's just, it rubs up again. Every time I have, like, a... I get to the edge of where my like little bubble is and what I think is possible is she just kind of rides right through that and it's like seriously like anyways I find it very fascinating actually to listen to her so I had signed up for this thing last month but I had trouble starting it on time I like wasn't making time for it and it was like okay okay and literally after the basement flooded I started the thing and have been like freaking binging it ever since um because I just felt like I needed a refresh like my mind and my body were getting a little bit like full of molasses and goo almost with like oh the basement like what the hell this is such a hassle I don't have time for this like why now why whatever and so I needed to just like you know get all that, scrub all that goo off, get a little refreshed, refresh my mind, mindset, mind, body, soul connection, everything just needed a little mindset upgrading. So I've been taking long walks in nature and I've been making sure that I'm taking space for my own self-care of things because I did find I was getting you know really tense like I just was getting snappier I was getting cranky because it was just like too many unknowns too many things to have to go look at and arrange and whatever for different people to come in and out of the house to do this that and the other thing to get the basement back on track and then yeah so I started doing that I you know somebody else had mentioned a book uh, that was about mindset again and like all the stuff that's not even just mindset but just the expansiveness of all possibilities are here the the world is like unlimited possibilities and you need to be open to and whichever ones you want to be open to they're already here for you and so I needed to get back to that way of living because that is my most comfortable location I think um and it's where I find life seems to work the best for me and so yeah so I you know audiobooked this book listened to it on all a bunch of my walks I just I'm gonna enroll in another class today that's you know, just happened to be launching last week. And I was like, wow, this is perfect timing for this. So that I can just get a whole rehaul on and kind of up level my way of being open and the ways that I show up and I'm trusting the universe and to really like roll with it and not just halt and feel like, holy crap, I can't, like, what the hell is happening here? Why is this happening? Like, to to get from that, and of course we all have that, like, there's no getting away from it, but to just make sure it's not sticking on you there, like, you're not stuck there, and to, you know, build your muscle of 
you know, resilience and just to kind of get back, you know, almost like jump back up on your feet, right? And so that's what I've been doing with these mindset things, with this money stuff and just trying to get like, okay, yeah, I can do this. I can do that. Everything is like, yes, shit happens, but that doesn't mean anything about, or I guess what the point would be is that it only means what you make it mean. And so that is like a critical um, thing to letting stuff shake off you and just like kind of roll off your back, you know, like the old saying goes, um, is to just not make it mean anything more than just like, that sucks, it totally sucks, but it's like, we made a mistake or we didn't, you know, we should have had somebody, we should have done this, we should have had that, but we didn't. Obviously, we know for next time, like, not ever going to happen again. We'll have like 14 different things in place so that like it all can't fail at the same time. <laughs> but it's like, it's okay. Like we can move on from there. We don't have to be the people that like just talk about our friggin' flooded basement and how shitty that was for like the next 10 years. It can just be one of those things. And we get on with our lives and just stay open to possibilities. And so trusting the timing of your life, what I've found is that even though, um, yeah, in hindsight, there's things that, you know, there's definitely more than one thing that went wrong as far as noticing little intuitive hits that could have maybe stopped the extent of the damage, um, but I'm not even sure. And I think looking back on it, there was definitely some things that needed to have closure around them that this flood has helped and there was definitely some things like some learning or some like fine-tuning that has happened in our own even between my partner and I just the way we handle each other the way we work through a hard difficult time and the way that for me personally that I um don't get stuck in the weeds for too long and it's just like okay it's just some water nobody's it's not life-threatening nobody's sick nobody you know the stuff that got damaged wasn't even you know the most important thing ever they were it was just mostly stuff and so it's all gonna be okay <laughs> and to not make it mean more than that and to then get back to your, you know, your homeostasis, which depending on who you are, it could be all different. But like, for me, it's just a place of trusting, you know, it, that it's almost like, um, that all possibilities are possibilities that anything can happen, good and bad. And that I'm expecting mostly good. <laughs> I'm open to good but I'll take the bed to whatever needs to happen to like kind of, you know, chisel the diamond or what do you call that when it's like the diamonds are formed under extreme pressure, like that kind of thing. There, There's definitely points in my life where that's totally true. Um, and But those don't have to be like eons and eons of your life. It can be a phase, a season, and then... Um, you know, you, you're back to your 
balanced, you know, healthy feeling in your body. You feel safe again. You feel calm. You don't feel like the rug's just been pulled out from under you forever. I hope. And, uh, and so through the whole experience, it's definitely really focused me on the mindset that opened to possibilities. Like I've purposely gone and found these things and done these, you know, or not finished them, but like got into this topic deeper so that, so that for myself, I can kind of like pull myself up and make sure I am looking after myself as well as I can so that I can, you know, be there for my son when he's kind of like, you know, it'd be awesome to have my room back. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it would. But unfortunately, that's going to be, you know, another month or so. But overall, in the whole scheme of it, like, it's not the end of the world. And then just managing, like, sort of the actual real, you know, critical discomforts, the stuff that can help him make him feel at home in a different corner of the home. And so that that's easier for him to come through too and not um just so I'm modeling for him and the other kids too but they weren't impacted as badly uh that you know yeah it's shitty but you know let's make the best of this what can we do right now to make you as comfortable as possible knowing that you'll get back to your room you know within a month or so um but in the meantime, I don't, you know, I don't want him to feel like he has no place for his things and he has no space and no, no, no. So we've been making little compromises here and there to just make him feel more comfortable with where he, sh you know, where he can spend his time and kind of feel like he has his own personal space and that sort of thing. Anyways, so that's long story short, I guess. Um... I just, yeah, to highlight the timing of your life, even if there's, you know, the basement flooded kind of time in your life, trust the timing of your life, it's like, yeah, awesome. But to really just know that that, it's, there's wisdom in that, and there's nuggets of gold and wisdom that you can then carry and use for the next time some shit hits the fan, because it's probably not gonna... It's probably, I'm probably not going to get it on this life without more shit in the van at different points in time. Um, but to know that that's sort of, you know, it's almost like a stone carving where you, you know, you, the more agile, the more tools you have to really bounce back on your feet, the easier it gets the next time. Or the more confident you are that you will get back there. It may not be easier necessarily depending on what the exact situation is but you have the confidence to know like I've been here I can get back to there or better and it's just going to take some time and some you know conscious effort at caring for yourself and caring for those around you and just and then also doing what you got to do to get like water out of your basement or whatever the situation is in particular. Anyways, that is what I have to say this morning. I wish you a great day. I wish you a great weekend ahead and
Thanks again for listening. I hope you have a beautiful day. And if you like this episode, hit subscribe and leave a review. That'd be wicked. And if you did enjoy it, share it with a friend who you think might enjoy it as well. All right. See you next time. Take care.